Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are, what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right? I haven't seen... I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low-value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. Merry Christmas, everybody, and more importantly, Christmas is over, but today is the second day of Kwanzaa, so Merry, Happy Kwanzaa, I don't know, I don't know the proper Kwanzaa salutations, but welcome back, everybody, to an all-new episode of Low Value Mail on this December 27th. 2022 the last show of 2022 last show of the year and i am excited for this one sorry i was a minute late i'm not gonna lie i was i spaced out a little bit i was reading an article about something that i'm going to be talking about shortly i was reading it and i just was a bit of a space cadet there and uh uh oh I put it on this thing, and then, hold on a second, let me turn off this uh, spam bot thing, or whatever. I'm trying to figure out this thing, but I don't know how to... They, I was trying to... I, I added this night bot thing that can just kind of... But then it's starting to cause problems in the chat. I can see it. So, I turned it off. Sorry, everybody. Um, you're not allowed to spam caps. I don't know. It's... Uh, I'm sorry, everybody. Don't worry about it. It's, it's turned off. It's off. I, uh, I'll figure it out next time. I didn't really get into the settings. I was trying to set it up, but it's already causing causing absolute mayhem in the chat. Today's topic is we're, we're, we're ending the year the way we started the year. I, can you believe that low value mail has not has only existed within the parameters of this calendar year? It started. I don't know what the first day was something somewhere in February, I think something like that. End of January. This is episode forty five. Uh, but we're doing a bad advice episode slash open lines and by bad advice, I mean, it's just advice. I don't know. Am I qualified to give advice? Probably not. I should have brought the white square back. It's I'm looking at the white square right now on my viewfinder too, on my camera, but I don't know how to put it on the screen, but we got it over on the side. So, uh, anyways, welcome to the show, everybody. I'm now rambling as always, please like and subscribe leave a rating review if you're listening to this on your phone or spotify or apple music or any of that shit uh it is does uh really help i'm trying to get i don't think i'm gonna get there uh not to but I'm, i want to get to twelve thousand subscribers on youtube by the end of the year i'm like 300 away maybe we'll get there uh but hit the subscribe button if, if you want to help me for that my goal for next year i've already set it out we'll, we'll i we'll talk about this i think on the first episode of the year about, you know, what, what kind of what you what do you do for goal setting and stuff? But uh, I'm, I'm, I want to hit 100,000 subscribers by this time 
in one year from now. That or be dead from trying to get 100,000 uh, subscribers. Like maybe I'll do one of those things where I do like those pranks. You ever see that one guy? I- I'm sure people have seen this. The guy, he pranks and he just like rolls up on like gangbangers. I can't tell what's made up or what's not because so much of it is made up. But he looks like he comes up to these dudes who are like gangbangers and he just like flashes them these fake gang signs and then they like try to kick his ass. And he's- he seems like pretty... Like, if it's real, then you're like, man, that guy's got huge balls. And if it's fake, then what a huge pussy. What a huge pussy. Uh, terrible Trump. Um, so, yeah, anyways, uh, please subscribe. All that stuff. As always, we got an after show at 11 p.m. right after this. The last after show of the year. And you can access that by signing up. Uh, Patreon.com slash low value mail. Uh, low value mail dot locals dot com. Hit the join, become a scrote on YouTube. And of course, I'm giving away a, a scrote membership on YouTube once we hit 100 likes and then every 50 likes after that. So please smash the old like a Reno button. Uh, I'm trying to get to 500 paid subs so that I can start doing a daytime show. Uh, candidly, I've been thinking about this a lot. I spend a lot of my time, whether it's thinking about the boys cast, thinking about low value mail, all the other nonsense that I've been doing, but. I really, uh, uh, my plan, and I hope this isn't too jarring or whatever, but eventually we're going to get rid of the green screen. My goal is once I hit uh, a, a certain level of subscribers, I want to get a, a proper studio that looks exactly like behind me, like exactly the same, but not a green screen. It's going to be that shitty thing, but in real life. Um, and then the after show. My plan is eventually the after show because right now the after show is kind of a, a more conventional live stream. We just watch videos. We hang out, but uh, it'll be more of like a call in element, but I need more people. So we'll get there. Uh, we will get there. Sign up. Help me out. Um, also, no bathhouse tomorrow. Fucked up my schedule. I'm going to see fish uh, at Madison Square Garden. So there will be no more bathhouse until the new year, <clears throat> but you can catch up on all hilarious 10 episodes if You've missed it. And then also streaming on New Year's Day. I am putting together a little best of low value mail. Uh, It'll basically just be a bunch of uh, just segments from the from every one one clip from every episode. All 45 episodes. Uh, It'll probably be like six hours or something. So I'm just going to let it run all day on uh, YouTube. I'll pop into the chat. Say what's up. I'll probably be nursing a hangover. Likely. Um, and all right. Let's let's get down to the show. Is the Nightbot settled down? All right. The Nightbot's no longer fucking around. Um, and also, if you joined me on the Female Dating Strategy Christmas Day stream, I'm sorry. I don't know. That was a... I honestly, before I did that Female Dating Strategy stream, I, in my mind, was like, man, I think I could go 10 hours. And then we went like three and change i think i went to like three and a bit and then i had to break for lunch and i came back and i don't know if it was the drinking or what but i was i could not listen to that shit anymore i hit we hit the 6 p.m mark like the six hour mark and i was like that's it i it's just this is too much i was i was fading really fast so um if you join me because you're for whatever reason thanks for hanging out on the uh, female dating strategy stream on on Christmas Day, uh, I will probably, as long as I am a streamer, I will probably for the uh, 
you know, f- for the future. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. The you know upcoming future or whatever. Um, my brain's not working great these days. I'm not gonna lie. I need some sort of alpha brain or some shit. But uh, I'll probably be streaming every year on Christmas unless I have something better to do, which I don't, cause I'm a Jew. Uh, okay, so I got some voicemails. Let's play some voicemails. I don't have a lot planned for tonight. Again, just bad advice. Open lines. Anything you want to talk about. We're open for it. You got anything you want to talk about? Old episodes? Anything? Just anything. This is, uh, this, because again, this podcast, I don't know if this is a podcast. I guess this is like a, a broadcast, not a podcast, but it's video, which doesn't make it a podcast. Uh, but I very much feel like, and I've talked about some of my friends who are comedians, we talked about this, and they're very much like, this is a podcast where the listener gets to be on the show kind of calling in and again i realize it's just a call-in radio show at the end of the day and they've been doing this for fucking ever but it is that right we're doing it's a podcast slash that you get to be on podcast for the people by the people um as long as youtube doesn't fuck us over also shout out to everybody watching on rumble right now love my rumble friends uh you're all great so we listen to a few voicemails that I have queued up. I'm going to talk about a couple things very briefly, and then we'll just get to it. We'll get down to it. So, voicemail number... Oh, no. Ah, shoot. I had a voicemail queued up, and then it somehow got deleted, but I didn't remember deleting it. So, uh, whoops. Oh, do we have do we have a deleted box? Oh, there is a deleted box. Look at that. Um, okay. Here we go. Thank goodness for the old deleted voicemail box. Danny Polish Chuck. Uh, hello. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I don't care that much about being on the show. I just, you got me worked up with this female dating strategy. Those girls talking about how if you're white and you meet a guy of another race, you need to like treat them really badly. Oh, sorry. Yeah. If you meet another a guy of another race and he is racist toward his own race, you as a white woman need to treat him really poorly, blah, blah, blah. And I really appreciate the way that all of you guys seem to just keep really good humor about the hypocrisy. I can't listen to very much of it without getting really incensed because I just imagine me at like age 11 or 12 trolling the internet, trying to find, you know, women who are talking about how to behave. And I could imagine being taken in by a lot of their points because they are anti um, woke, uh, and they're not just advocating for just like extremely casual sex and all that stuff. And I was Christian when I was younger. So I think I could have found these girls and thought like, okay, these are decent people to listen to. (laughs) And just all the tweens who are tuning into this stuff, uh, deciding that, okay, it's okay to be an asshole to some people under certain circumstances, and in fact, it is your responsibility. That makes me so angry. Um, I don't really know what my point was. I'm kind of regretting this voicemail altogether, but uh, <laughs> it's really interesting the way that you're listening to these girls, and um, Vic- I found you through, obviously, y'all's, uh, yours and Ryan's skits all the those skits. years ago when you got going with that. And I've really enjoyed the boys cast and uh, I know it's no girls allowed. I, you know, yes. Sorry. That's what female but, dating uh, strategies for. You're all right. We're she's drawing it on as you ladies tend to do. Um, yeah. You know, I never thought that I would truly be doing uh, a public service by listening to the female dating strategy podcast, but I guess I am 
because impressionable young women might listen and then you know what though i feel like not to talk about too much about the female dating strategy thing because uh this is not that show for that but you know life has a way of if you have these super set beliefs and your beliefs are not aligned with the rest of the world the world has a way of making you you know come to an understanding of how things truly work and if you choose uh not to to you know take those signals or whatnot then it just uh it becomes even worse and and it's worse than that so there was a that's one we have this one our boy who sounds who i believe is in the chat right now who sounds exactly like boomhauer uh hey danny man i don't know what the fuck them bitches doing man they're deep down like ain't no sex like it's a bad thing like man come on man if you want to get that ass you get that ass like you know bitch point you away from it that's some evil shit trying to well man i got ass like come on bitch it's a really low value female man not want to go with that ass I can't. Uh, he left me like 30, 30 voicemails, and he was call. He was calling. He's in the chat right now. I think he was. Uh, I believe it's uh, uh, Glock him down right here. Actually, Glock him down. You sound exactly like Boomhauer. It's hilarious, hilarious shit. Uh, okay, and then we have one more. Hi, it's uh, Doctor Jordan Peterson. Doctor Jordan uh, Peterson. Just calling in because one of your guests uh, was saying that he was trying to buy a pool table and they were too expensive. But from what I hear is you can go on Facebook Marketplace or or uh, or you could go on Craigslist. <laughs> and oftentimes they're just giving them away for free because they want them out of their basement. So That is good advice. That, that advice is for our boy William, who might be here or not. Also, if you are not watching The Bathhouse, so uh, if you have not been keeping up on what's going on in The Bathhouse, we have this guy Aaron who's a mayor of this town in Colorado who's been calling in. I will say, I like the fact that the people who call in on the bathhouse don't really call in uh, on this show. It's like a different group of people, kind of, which is, which is uh, kind of nice. But so Aaron, uh, they, he became the mayor in the past couple of weeks of this town. He's a libertarian. And he fired the city manager who was making like 140 grand a year because she didn't do dick all and was grossly overpaid. And then our boy William, who's trying to get this pool table, called in shortly afterwards and was like hey i'd like that job and he's an attorney and he wants to move to colorado so one of my dumbass shows might have got some guy a six-figure job so that is the kind of high value shit that we're doing over here uh on low value mail good stuff hopefully uh hopefully william gets a chance at becoming um the city manager of the town which i can't remember the name of the town but we will figure it out. Okay, so there wasn't a lot I wanted to talk to this week. I don't know if it's a slow news week. Nothing really piqued my interest too much. I'm just going to briefly talk about this Sam Bankman fried stuff uh, because it seems to be back in the news. So Sam Bankman fried is officially super fucked. Super fucked. Um, that chick... You know, that mousy chick that stole all my money. So she had been seen in New York a couple weeks ago. Nobody understood why. It turns out she's a, she's not she's mousy in the sense that she looks like a rat. If you catch my drift, she does actually look like a rodent. She has the face of a rodent. And then I don't know if this is maybe my anger is coloring 
um, coloring my opinion of her, but she does look like a rodent, Carolyn Ellison, and then she ratted on Sam Bankman-Fried. Uh, he basically waived his right to extradition, got extradited to the United States. Not sure if he was under the impression that this was a good thing that he was coming back because he was just going to be getting to be a cakewalk for him. But he came back to the United States, at which point he was, um, I guess he wasn't arrested because he had already been detained. There were photos of him. Someone was on his flight. Someone saw him at JFK airport in the lounge, chilling in the lounge. Uh, but so he, he's pretty fucked because those two people, basically her and this other guy pled guilty. Um, and are cooperating with the government and they're facing 110 years in prison. They're basically said he knew everything. It was a scam from the beginning. There was never, never, because he was like, I fucked up, right? His whole thing was trying to say like, oh, whoops, I screwed up everybody. And, you know, up until, I don't know, not, not even that long ago, he was trying to say like, you know, we could have still, like I have like a, I had some little time to get the money together and, I could still turn this thing around. And then her and this other guy are like, yeah, it was a complete scam. The whole thing was a scam. We were scamming people. He just, it was essentially, they ratted on him completely. So he's super, uh, super fucked. He got uh, $250 million bail, uh, which I believe may be the highest amount ever. I think it might be in New York. I don't know if it's elsewhere, but... I think it's the highest bail amount ever. It's unsecured. I don't really quite get how this works. If someone who knows how maybe Joe the lawyer, if you're listening and you know how the bail system works uh, better than I. But so it's unsecured. His family had to put up their house. There were like there was an unnamed signatory on this who nobody knows who covered like a large portion because I guess you have to put up 10 percent and then. Uh, if you flee, then you're on the hook for like the full quarter of a billion dollars, even though like, where does he have this money from? He says he has a hundred grand in the bank and that's it. So I don't, uh, I don't quite understand, but he gets to go hang out at his parents' house for however long he has a $10,000 a week security detail. Cause people, uh, want to see him harmed. Fair enough. Uh, I'm. I'm actually contributing money. I've been contributing money to the harm fund personally. That's where I've been putting my money. We're trying to raise more than 10 grand a week so that we can overpower the people paying, making 10 grand a week and harm him. Um, so, uh, and it brings up, you know what it is. The, the bail system in America is weird. I know Canada has some sort of bail system. I don't, I don't, totally understand how it works i do believe that there is a warrant for my arrest uh currently in i want to say hollywood florida um I'm, I'm so petrified of this system in america because i've just watched so many episodes of cops where you know someone's just driving and they get pulled over and they're like yeah you have like a warrant from like 12 years ago for um, like you know an unpaid parking ticket and then then they throw them in jail or something. And uh, I, two years ago, was on the boardwalk in Hollywood, Florida with my girlfriend. And we have a dog. And we brought the dog with us. And I s- literally crossed the street. And there's this nice boardwalk in Hollywood, Florida, if you know what I'm talking about. And I crossed the street. And the moment I stepped foot on that boardwalk, 
cop walks right up to me and goes, you can't have a dog here. I look up. There's literally signs everywhere. No dogs. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. And then we're like, we'll just go over there. And he's like, no, I got to write you a ticket. And then he's writing a ticket. And then I can't remember what he asked, but he asked which one of us, um, which one of us is like, are you both from Florida? Because my girlfriend is. And then I was like, no, I'm Canadian. Actually, I have Canadian ID. He goes, oh, let me write you the ticket. Don't worry about it. He's like, you don't don't like you don't have to pay it. He looked like he was like 25 years old. Like he was like first week on the job. He's like, don't worry about like they're watching me. So I got to write the ticket, but don't worry. You don't have to pay it. So then I threw it out just because he said I didn't have to pay. It was like a $50, $75 ticket. And then the next year I was back in Florida. And I go, you know what? I should just for peace of mind so I don't get pulled over in Hollywood, Florida one day and get sent to jail. I was like, for peace of mind, I should just pay this. And then I literally called the like district attorney's office to be like, or whatever you call to pay tickets. It's like, I don't have the number. I just like to pay the ticket. And I left them. I talked to someone, left a message. They never got back to me. So anyways, I'm frightened, but the whole bail system in America is fucked up. And then, uh, they have this whole thing right now is bail group. Um, a California bail group, uh, called the bail project. Cause it's weird. Everybody complains in New York, New York's getting verifiably, I don't know if it's getting more dangerous. It feels more dangerous. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's like legit. I haven't lived here for that long, and I guess it. You know, time frame matters. But um, you know, people have been complaining that New York's getting a little crazier, and uh, they have all these like they got rid of bail and stuff because it again it is unfair. Because the fact is, is like Sam Bankman-Fried gets two hundred fifty million dollar bail, and he gets to go home because he's figures out a way to deal with that. Whereas like a normal person who not commits a financial crime, but say you, I don't know, like do something, some sort of nonviolent crime, say a drug crime or something like, you know, you get caught selling weed or some shit or whatever, you know, like that kind of thing. If you don't have the money, then you're just like, well, you just rot in jail until we figure this out. So, you know, it is, it obviously very, the whole system benefits rich people. Everybody knows that. But so this bail project thing had to get shut down because they, it was all backed by all these famous people, Danny Glover, John Legend, Richard Branson, uh, to name a few posted 3000. Uh, they posted this project, this whatever group posted a $3,000 bond for a burglary suspect, Rashawn Gaston Anderson, December 21, six days later, uh, he shot, uh, Cheng Yang Wang 11 times in the Chinatown section of Las Vegas. So, you know, sometimes sometimes you swing and you miss. You swing and you miss. So the bail system in this country is is fucked. Do I have am I proposing a better system? I don't know. I, I don't I don't know of a better system, but um it does seem somewhat uh unfair, as is the entire criminal justice system though. Uh I guess we'll see what happens with Sam Bankman Free, but it sounds like he's fucked. A real interesting thing, if you've been following uh the FTX thing, and this is the last thing I'm gonna talk about it. But so this other guy who was the co CEO of the Alameda thing, that that's what was involved in a lot of this scam, where that girl was the CEO, but there was a co CEO, this guy Sam Trabuco. Um he was the co-CEO. He hasn't been charged with anything, although I imagine he will be. But it's an interesting uh, Twitter thread because on August 24th, he basically does this whole um, thread that he says last year when Sam Baker Free announced that Carolyn and I were out, the mousy rat chick and I were Alameda's co-CEOs. The goal for all involved was to bring titles in line with reality. The two of us had been acting as CEOs for quite some time and we wanted our outside image to reflect that. So this is this summer. He probably knows the extent to which he's involved in a huge scam. 
So he says, it's with the same goal that I'm announcing today that I'm stepping down as co-CEO. Uh, Caroline will continue as Alameda CEO. I will stay on as an advisor, but otherwise will not continue to have a strong day-to-day presence. So it seemed like this whole tweet thing is he's trying to be like, I got nothing to do with this shit. He said, over the past few months, I've significantly reduced my role at Alameda. Like this is, he was writing this knowing that there was some shit coming. He's like, I've significantly reduced my role at Alameda. This happened gradually and has most recently involved a lot of time not really working at all. Literally, he's been tweeting, being like, I don't do shit. I wasn't working. So if anything really got past me, that's because I wasn't really working there. Um, He says, I can't personally continue to justify the time investment of being a central part of Alameda. Uh, Everyone works really hard here and spending a normal amount of time at work is tricky. Um, And so he just goes on this whole thing. But basically, he is... uh, He's probably next. He's probably up next. There's him and one other guy uh, who, are, who are probably up next in the old getting uh, totally fucked, as they should, as they should. Because, uh, but it, it's funny because I remember seeing that at the time and not thinking anything of it, and you see it in retrospect, and you're like, oh, yeah, you were really, uh, you're really trying to walk that shit back, huh? Um, all right, one last thing, and then we shall open up the old phone lines. 20 more likes, everybody. 19 more likes, and I will give away a channel membership. Smash that like button. Help me get to 12,000 subscribers by December, by January 1st. That would be sick. It'll be a tough, tough tale because, to be honest, live uh, live shows don't really do well in the algorithm in terms of, like, after the fact. But you never know. Okay, Whoopi Goldberg. I'm not going to get too much into this. The only reason I'm going to even get into this is because there was just I had one thought because I've been listening, uh, you know, you, the uh, YouTube algorithm, all hail the algorithm, by the way, everybody, YouTube algorithm is a, is a wild one. Um, and that, you know, you find out about stuff you've never seen, something catches your eye. Uh, but so I have this Whoopi Goldberg thing. She's in trouble again because she basically just doubled down on the comments she made essentially that Jews are not a race. So she got in trouble last year, around this time last year, for saying Jews are not a race, uh, and that the it wasn't like the the Holocaust wasn't racially motivated. Um, oh no, she said the Holocaust was racially motivated. Oh no, no, it wasn't. Yeah, sorry. So basically, she says the Holocaust was not about race. She says recently while doing press in London, I was asked about my comments from earlier this year. Goldberg said in her Tuesday statement, I tried to convey to the reporter that what I had said and why and attempted to recount that time. It was never my intention to appear as if I was doubling down on hurtful comments, which is fair. They asked her and she was like, I'm just trying now again, if you're not being malicious from the outset and you honestly are like, have a point that you think you're making, then it wouldn't be crazy if you're, if it's brought up again and you felt like this is this misunderstanding, it would not be that crazy to be like, Hey, like, look, I never meant it that way in the first place. I'm going to try, uh, to put forth my argument again here, but says it was never my intention to appear as if I was doubling down on hurtful comments, especially after talking with and hearing people like rabbis and old and new friends weighing in. Uh, Goldberg also noted her support for Jewish people has not wavered and never will. Well, she stole the name. She appropriated our culture. Uh, good for her. But she says, I'm still learning a lot. And believe me, I heard everything everyone said to me. I believe that the Holocaust was about race. And I am still as sorry now as I was then that I upset, hurt and angry people. And again, 
When I say something and I believe I'm right and maybe it's not the most popular thing to say, but I'm right. And then someone's mad and you go, you got to apologize. That's what you say. You go, I'm sorry you're angry. I'm sorry you're hurt. You don't say, I'm sorry that I hurt you. It's your hurt. I, it, this is literally facts don't care about your feelings. But she goes, my sincere apologies again, especially to everyone who thought this was a fresh rehash of the subject. I promise it was not. What is she even getting interviewed about? Who gives a shit what Woody Goldberg has to say outside of The View? Anyways, and then they go after her again. The ADL is like back to just shitting on because it was during Hanukkah. But again, she didn't bring it up. They asked her. And then I, what's she supposed to say in the interview? Oh, I'm not talking about that. And then she says this. Um, she says, Jews are divided on whether they're a race, religion, or both, which is true. Uh, my best friend said, not for nothing, but there's no box on the census for the Jewish race. So that leads me to believe they're probably not a race. Fair enough. And honestly, the only reason I wasn't even going to talk about any of this shit with the race stuff, but I've been listening or uh, watching these YouTube videos of this guy, um, Wes Watson, who I don't know how I'm sure some of you know who this guy is. I don't know how this guy on my algorithm, but then I've just been I've been watching a bunch of this guy's videos. He was like in California jail for 10 years in like Cal and he was crazy. He was like part of the Aryan brotherhood, but his whole thing is like, I'm not racist. He's like, I was in the Aryan brotherhood. This guy's like super jacked and he's become like a motivational speaker. And he's like, he's one of those dudes. He's like David Goggins, but he just yells. He's just like, you stupid motherfucker. And all he does is yell at you. It's pretty funny. It's funny that that is like a real form of motivation for some people is just get yelled at. Although I guess that's what like boot camp is or whatever. But so he talks about how in prison you have his prison is all separated by race. And he's like the so he's like, if you're a white guy and you show up to prison like you're. You know, instantly you're just like you're part of the Aryan Brotherhood. Essentially, there's like there's the Mexicans. There's what is it? The Mexicans who are born in Mexico, Mexican Americans, natives, uh, black people, and then the whites. And the way whites at his prison were like the Aryan Brotherhood. But he's like, we're not racist. He's like, some people are, but like they all. It's all about like Hitler and everything still. And like so, it's funny because he's like, yeah, you know, we're doing eighty eight burpees because eighty eight is like H H, which is Hail Hitler. He's like, but we're not racist. I swear we're not racist. It's just that's how it is. But then they talk about how or he talks about how, like, you know, if you get to jail, like it's not up to you. You're just like you are a part of you have to go uh, with your race. And then I'm like, what happens if like a Jew, like a white Jew shows up? That seems like a conflict, right? Like a white Jew shows up and they're like, well, huh? I mean, I am white, but I don't know if Aryan Brotherhood is necessarily the place for me. Um, but anyways, I, I don't know why this is getting drummed up again, other than I think we're just on a slow news week right now, uh, because I was looking for shit to talk about uh, and I didn't really want to, but I will say that that, that was the one thing like the fact that there's a fucking four hour, four hour, uh, I don't know, four hour, but like a super ass long interview about Whoopi Goldberg. Who gives a shit? I guess I do. But that, the only reason I even brought it up, because I just thought it's such a funny thing where you show up to jail and the Aryan Brotherhoods are like, um, anybody know what to do with this Jew? I will say once upon a time, I did think Jew was a race and now I'm less inclined to believe so. It's like an ethnicity, I guess. Um, okay. Enough with the Jew talk. Let's open up the phone lines. Um, 
Phone lines are now open, everybody. Give us a call. Uh, I owe I owe a channel membership, so I will get right on that. Call in. Phone lines are open. 646-710-0949. Do you need bad advice? Do you want to talk about anything? Anything you want. Call in. It's it's that it's that show. It's whatever you want to talk about. I'm going to give away a channel membership right now because we hit 100 likes. I appreciate you all. I appreciate everybody who's been who's been fucking with low value mail this year. 2023 is going to be a big big year for the low value folks. I think so. I mean, someone's already hopefully got a job as a city manager from watching this show. How crazy is that? Um that's about it. And our membership has been given to Gun Hose. Shout out to Gun Hose for the channel membership. And we got ourselves our first caller of the evening. Let's see what they got to say. Thank you for calling Low Value Mail. What's going on? It's uh, a pork chop. I've returned. Pork chop is back. How you doing, pal? Uh, first pork of chop, all, so I would if like people to don't apologize. know, pork chop called in on the bathhouse last week. I want to apologize about the pork comment. I honestly, I had a couple beers, man, and I kind of forgot that pork was a Muslim thing, you know? Pork's a but, Muslim uh, thing? I, no, 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 no. They, like, they don't eat it. <laughs> right? They don't eat no, it. No, yeah, no. yeah. yeah, I, I mixed that up. I, wait, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So, okay, my your comment phone. was can't right. Can't tell if you're fucking All okay. Right. Um, no, no, I'm being completely oh, serious, okay. man. I, I said it with full confidence. I thought about it. I was like, Wait, do they really? <laughs> but uh, yeah. So you know, you you did teach me something there. There we go. We're learning things. Yeah, little by little, man. You know, I've actually I've got a little story. Okay. Um, it's it's not like a near death experience story, but I t- like thought I died. Uh, it was on a psilocybin, man. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah so I uh, basically. Uh, took way too much. Didn't like really like measure things correctly. How but much nonetheless, do you think like, you took? Um, well, like a like a normal dose would probably be like three point five. I think it's like gram. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't really do this stuff. Three point five dry grams is the correct. Yeah, I think I probably took about double that or okay. just under. That's double. a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. But anyways, so I um. Uh, so me and my buddies were sitting down and I told them, I'm like, all right, guys, let's watch a, let's watch a comedy show. Like, let's watch Dave Chappelle's new sticks and stones, man. Yeah. And they're just not down with it. And I was like, all right, well, what are we going to watch instead? And they decided on Rio two. On what? Uh, Rio? Rio two. You know, the one with the talking birds. Uh, I be- somewhat familiar. Yes. I haven't seen well, it. It's a kid's movie, right? Yeah, yeah, We're, which it's a pretty movie, but the Talking Birds, I feel like, was just re- like made us all really uncomfortable. Okay, you know. But sure. so, nonetheless, like one of my buddies is like, you know, like I'm we're not I'm not feeling it, man. We need to go to bed. It's just started getting kind of like weirded out. I'm like, how do you go to bed on seven grams of mushrooms? Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I don't know if this is a good idea, man. Like, we should just like stay up, and maybe try to relax a bit. Like, no. Nah, we're turning the lights out and going to bed. <laughs> this is like two hours after like things started hitting. I mean, like, a little uh, pro tip, but if you're on enough psychedelics, you can never turn the lights out. 
Yeah. They never yeah, go out. So I learned. You're not, not, I'm not planning on doing it again, mostly just because of how shitty of an experience it was, and I don't really need it in my life. That was your first time ever? No, no, that wasn't, that was, that was I, the I, last. I've done them other times. That was the last time. Yeah, okay. I just, I, eh, sort of, uh, what's it called? Eh, yeah, I no, no longer romanticize it, I guess. Okay. But, uh, Fair enough. So basically, we try to go to bed, and I'm like, really confused because it's dark and i get tangled up in this blanket man and i'm like trying to find my headphones and listen to music and i, I don't know i'm just screwing things up and i start like flipping out because i think i'm like stuck in the blanket okay and i uh knock some shit over and then kind of just fall asleep but then i wake up because i was or well i'm not i'm not technically awake it's like you know when you're blackout drunk and you like you're not really there yes that that's kind of what it was. I wasn't like conscious of anything. So my buddies were like telling me to relax and they pinned me down on the bed and they're like, dude, you need to just go to sleep, like relax. But like in my eyes, have you seen that scene from, uh, I, saving private Ryan where the dude in the windows having like a, a battle to the death over a knife or something? Uh, I think so. All right. Well, this is, th- that you're is just free. You're basically on. freaking out. You're on drugs and you're freaking out. Well, so they're telling me to calm down and like pushing me down onto the bed, and it, I'm thinking they're stabbing me. Right. So I keep dying, and then like <laughs> after I die, it just restarts again, and they're like, "Dude, calm down, just relax." Like, and I'm just getting stabbed to death, and it is not. It was. It yeah. yeah that not, sounds crappy. Not doing that again. Yeah, no, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a fun time. Yeah, but yeah no, I was gonna was, say was, that. I, I, are you sure you're not thinking of like Requiem for a Dream? I remember there's a no, that's no. a drug movie where he's tied down at some point, but I think he has his. No, I know. definitely watched Private Ryan another time and was like, "Holy shit, I remember this! I remember this like moment for moment because I relived it like too many times." Oh, yeah, that sounds not fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it wasn't a good time, but it, like you know, I, I'm more good now, but. <laughs> It was not fun then. But yeah, no, that was my little story. I didn't have a lot else. Cool. All right. Well, pork chop. Appreciate you uh, calling in. Yep. You have a yeah, good Don't. Night. If we have one takeaway, seven grams of mushrooms is too much. It, too much in the dark, especially. It's just an unnecessary amount. I don't know. It's yeah. Too much. You can probably just do it. Do it. Half of do that. Half of, that's, right. half of that's quite a lot still. Yeah. No, I've. I've yeah, I've. Yeah, no, yeah. not again. But yeah, yeah thanks again, Danny. All you right, thanks, Pork Chop. Happy New Year, man. Pork Chop. Porked. Chop, everybody. Um, yeah, seven grams. No bueno. You do not. Oh, I mean, that's like you almost want to do that by yourself, if that makes sense. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, Danny, this is Colonel Sanders from the chat. Colonel Sanders, how you doing? Doing good. I actually have some, I just want to ask a question for some advice today. Sure. Yeah, so uh, how do you deal with your, your girlfriend, wife, significant other wanting to watch shows that you've watched a long time ago? My wife, in the year of our Lord, 2022, came up to me the other day and said, have you heard of this show called Breaking Bad? Oh, fuck off. No. She's like, what's it about? I, want to, I hear it's really good. I'm like, seriously? But you've watched, you've obviously seen it. I would say, I would just be like, I've seen it. Like, honestly, it's so rare. Me and my girlfriend watch such different stuff. 
to be honest, like we we actually like don't that often watch uh, that much stuff because she just watches like dumb chick stuff, and I don't generally like that stuff. And I like watching yeah. sports, but I would say, is there an option to be like, hey, you just this one you got to do on your own? No, she wants me to be there to help explain it to her. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's the worst. I mean, mm-hmm. my girlfriend. I don't know if she's like doing a bit on me or something, but she'll literally like. Only because I've, you know, we'll be watching a show that she knows I've also never seen. And then she'll be like, what's going on? And I'm like, I know as much as you do. I don't have any other inside information here on this show. We're watching the same show. Yeah, it's just, it's bad when I've already seen the shows because I've, I've shown her some, some anime and some other uh, series that I've cared about in the past and like kind of had to break down some of the metaphors or the, you know, the important moments. And now every time she sees a new show, she's like, "Come explain it to me." Oh no! It sounds like you you brought this on yourself. To be honest, I, I did. I think with I the did. metaphors, you were trying to impress yeah. your girl. Be like, "Hey, check out all these metaphors that you don't know." About. I, I did. That's how I bagged her and turned her into right? a wife. <laughs> well, you fucked up because now when you watch Breaking Bad, you got to tell her about the metaphors. Well, I, I don't well, know. Other than start with Breaking Bad or start with Better Call Saul. I think you started Breaking Bad. I always personally am one where you go in the um, by year release order. Yeah, release order exactly. Even if there's okay. not like because the the Star Wars make no sense if you do them in order, right? I mean, technically, I guess, mm. but like you don't do them in order. They made more sense back when the extended universe existed. Yeah, yeah. But I guess your only real best bet is if you do. You want to watch Breaking Bad again or no? I, I do. I fucking love Breaking Bad. Oh, well, if you want to watch it again, because like, if I didn't want to watch it again, I'd pretend like the show was crappy. I go, oh, that show's not that good, to be honest. I could never pretend Breaking Bad was crappy. Well, then, I don't know. Just get go uh, print out. Maybe print her out something in advance, like some sort of handy guide. Like notes? I, sh- like I notes. should make like, just a be class like, about it? No, just give her some print-offs. Be like, hey, here are the notes uh, that you're going to want to. You know what you could do? I bet you what could do a number on this would be chat GPT. I bet chat, chat GPT? Chat GPT. I've, I've been experimenting with uh, chat GPT. Honestly, that thing is amazing. It is fucking amazing. If people have not used it, chat open AI's chat GPT. It's really just a new way of... Of a search engine, essentially, it's just like a super, uh, like high-powered search engine. I guess it's but, the future of cheating uh, on essays in in uh, high school and college. Uh, yeah, I, I mean it. Like the funniest thing is, I think that that dude Bology, who who we had on Boyscast, but he tweeted, "There's um someone made a version of Chat GPT called like the Chat GPT Times, and they crank out just like." crappy journalism where you can just enter a couple like headlines and it'll give you a whole article and honestly like cannot tell the difference between this and like a vice article like all the hockey plus racism equals kind of to be honest but you like when you read it you go like oh man you could have chat gpt crank you out one of these things and then you just go give it like a pretty cursory edit and like that's fit to print for a lot of these sites and shit it's like the the degree of trap. I mean, it's more of an indictment of the fact that like they just make garbage. But, um, yeah, it is. Uh, it is pretty interesting. Anyways, all right. All right. Good luck, Thanks Colonel Sanders. Advice, Happy New Year, Colonel Sanders. Everybody. Uh, yeah. If you haven't seen Chat GPT, check it out. It is truly amazing, amazing product. Twenty more likes, I will give away another channel membership and let's see you know what we're we're, we're uh 
we're flirting with an all-time high on concurrent viewers for low value mail i think we're like i think we need maybe two 220 i think 221 is the is the all-time high for um on youtube on rumble it's thousands rumble we fucking smash it over on rumble uh so let's see if we can hit it again the phone lines are open 646-710-0949 we can talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about i'm trying to get this nightbot thing cranking again but i think i fucked it up hello thanks for calling low value mail hey uh it's occupied my life again oh what's up man Hey, uh, so my bad advice is, uh, I think I've even heard you and Ryan talk about this before, was the whole, the diamond hands advice with crypto. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible advice. Well, yeah. isn't it? I mean, the thing is, is like that, you know, that would have been fantastic advice if you own shares of Amazon, but like a lot of times it does not work out that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I, I, I can explain my story is like, I started buying crypto in late 2020 it was really at the beginning of like the bull run and my landlord got me into it. Okay. But he, he had just been, he was always like telling me, Oh no, just hold for five years, 10 years. Like he's just like, put it in a, put your money in a time capsule. And, um, but like, so I, I put like 10 grand into ETH and like, and what year was the, this? Uh, this was in late 2020, late 2020. Okay. Cause and, and again, like, that's another thing with the whole crypto diamond hands thing is you're like, most people, even though all crypto, like, you know, the crazy year that it's been, it's like if you bought it five years ago, you're still, I mean, timing wise, you're still likely, even if you bought it at the peak of 2018, you're like barely down on Bitcoin. Yeah, that's what I heard about it back then. I just didn't buy it, unfortunately. But um, like I, I had been holding it through this bear run. I bought ETH at like it was at like a 900. And like at its peak, it got to four thousand nine hundred. I'm aware. Uh, this was like in uh, by no by November of 2021, it was at four thousand nine hundred. That was its ATH all time high. Yeah, yeah. But so, what's your what's your you're asking for advice? Or you're giving advice here. Uh, well, I'm just telling you my story. Is okay. that my my I was asking my landlord who knew about crypto for advice, and he's like, "Oh no, dude, it's gonna go up to ten k, fifteen k. Just hold, hold, hold." Again, it's like, the, the here's the thing, and everybody has this problem, myself included, is you basically have it and you go like, I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm going to hold this for the long term. You know, I'm going to hold it for 20 years. And then it does something crazy, goes up so much. And you're like, and then you start being like, okay, maybe I'm going to, maybe I'm not going to hold it for the long term. Or maybe you say I will hold it for the long term. And then it gets cut in half and that you can't take. You're like, oh my God, I just lost so much money on paper. And then you sell out. It's it's very easy to break your rules. It's so hard to stick to them a lot of times. Yeah, that's well. That's literally what happened. Is like I it got to its all time high, and I had over like almost forty grand, which I would have loved to have just cashed out in retrospect. But uh, he told me to, to keep holding, and then it started going down, and then going down, and then I just like. But who knows? Uh, in I, five I, years from now, it might be back to might be sixty grand, assuming yeah. you didn't sell it. Well, that's the, I, I I put a little bit in, into these shit coins, which went to nothing right. when the market crashed. So yeah, I, that that, is, that my bad advice was was get, to have diamond hands, basically. Yeah, so. diamond hands. But again, diamond hands is yeah. I don't know. Diamond hands is if you have a company that's like, you know, you, if you want to diamond hands the fucking Apple or something or Amazon, like go for it. 
you're probably safe. But yeah, I don't know. That's not. It, it isn't prudent to complete like because that's the thing when you when it was at forty nine hundred, you could have at very minimum just taken out what you put into it and just literally let the less rest ride. And then you're playing on house. That's right? what I would do in the future. You know. But, yeah, that's yeah. always a good good thing. Is um. Uh, someone I know said, if you ever have a double, if anything you ever have double, sell 55% of it because that way you guarantee a 10% return. Oh, okay. Which, yeah. is, which is a good, I think, decent. I, I mean, I, w- I would sell whenever you whenever you see a comfortable amount of money, I, I, I would just sell. I mean, know? it's, it's yeah, but you know what? That changes, and the problem is greed kicks in, and you go, well, it could go higher. Yeah. It's it's a tough game. It's You got to really be able to like step away from it and really have a – you almost don't have a plan in advance so that when you get into it, you could, you know, you could just go revert back to the plan you made and just say, like, well, I said I was going to do this, so I'm going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all, all right. right. Cool. Well, thanks, man. Thanks, man. Take care. Yeah. Uh, tough game. Tough game out there. I mean, I'm looking at the shares of Tesla. If people have followed that, and I can't. I mean, the whole company. Now the company's unraveling. Maybe I'm saying this now in this, uh, you know, amazing buying opportunity for Tesla, but I see a lot of people who I uh, follow who are much smarter than I who think Tesla's going to tank. And if you would have told me that, I was where we're at. I would have not uh, believed them. Hello. Thanks for calling with that email. Daniel. Hello. It's the mayor of Moose Jaw. The mayor of Moose Jaw. How are you doing? Nice to hear from you. Um, I was just watching Andrew Tate's Hustlers University last night. First time. For like, you you actually got a subscription to Hustlers University? Subscribe or anything they just put it out on youtube oh you just like got, like, got a bo- like bootleg of it yeah grant there's there's grand theft auto playing right right, right. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. okay it was quite something i don't have you have you checked him out i haven't seen much of his actual like hustler university content from the sounds of it though it sounds like he's trying to like he's moving on to something new isn't he I don't know. I don't know much about it oh, okay. at all. But anyway, what, what, what did you what did you watch? What did you think about it? Um, just like his first like five lessons or whatever okay. on like business. Basically, it's pretty entertaining. I mean, speaking of bad advice, it is bad advice. What's the um, advice? Can you can you uh, condense it? For well, us? first advice isn't bad. It's speed. Go quickly. You know, with business, you yeah. know, don't be slow. Fair enough. But then the problem is the next step. Which is he just describes a Ponzi scheme, and then well, so isn't the whole thing multi-level marketing? Isn't that literally? Yeah, what it I, is? I think so. Probably. I mean, but he's applying it to like any kind of business. Okay. Uh, his example was a cosmetic company or like a music label. And but his says, basic idea is to get orders before um, get, investing in the company. He's like, don't invest in in companies five thousand at the maximum. Um, and then just kind of wing it, basically. Get orders and then worry about fulfilling them. What? Uh, I mean, what if you have... I mean, I guess he's talking about... That doesn't even make sense, though. What if you sell a product? Like a physical product? Yeah, so the idea idea is just put a picture on a website. Well, when do you develop that product, though? You're like, you're just asking... Speed. That's where the speed comes in. Okay. (laughs) Now you got money that you can... Well, I mean, sure, what happens if you do that and then you're like, oh, there's actually this product exists and there's a patent on it. And you're like, okay, so now what? I just refund everybody's money? He's a hustler. It's not about being legit. It's not about being legit. 
It's just no, no, no. Being legit is for suckers who go to university. Real university. He's really been. I like some of the things. Don't get me wrong. I like some of the things Tate says, but he is a lot of times just like really all over the map with some stuff. Where they're like, this doesn't really make. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's. He's got some good sound bites, though. He's got some good. Yeah, from a metaphor, it's like Alex Jones. Super entertaining. Sometimes he says some real shit. Yeah. Sometimes he says some wacky shit. Or Kanye. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all of them, but yeah, I don't know. That that makes no sense. Don't have a product and just kind of wing it and then see how that goes. Like, I mean, generally, I you think know, that's, yeah, it's it's a Ponzi. Yeah, it's a Ponzi. Well, I know his stuff money. is all like the reason why we all even know about Andrew Tate is because um, I mean, and I will say this was a genius move on his part with the multi level marketing thing. Was he basically was like, hey, sign up for Hustlers University, get a referral code, and become an affiliate. And then you can sell Hustlers University and you'll get a cut. And the way to sell it is by cutting up all my content and throwing it on TikTok. So then he just (laughs) had all these, which is genius. He literally gamed TikTok like in a absolute genius fashion and probably made like absurd sum of money. But uh, yeah, I don't. There's only one him though. You can't try to replicate that. No, and I'm sure TikTok will try and mitigate that in the future. But yeah, again, you have to have the whole multi-level marketing thing. All right, so your review yeah. of Hustlers University is uh, fun. Fun to listen to while you're playing FIFA. I, I enjoyed it. That's it. It was a good time. All right, cool. Anything else you Take want to talk care, about? Danny. No, no, no. Um, I, I just wanted to say it is very cool that you let you open up the phone lines like this and let a, a fans call in. It's yeah, so it's, it's real to talk to you. Yeah, I do. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy this part of it too, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Good. All right. Thanks. Have a new year. <laughs> Cheers. Have a good one. I do like, I will say, I do like talking to y'all. Uh, South Coast Horizon with the super chat says, I laugh when people complain about crypto. I bought 0.2 around 800 Canadian and sold at 1600 Canadian because I was a broke ass student at the moment. Later maxed at 20K. Oh, I think I know who this is. I think this is Boomhauer. Hey, buddy, it's Glockham Down from South Carolina. Glockham Down. How you doing, pal? I'm doing really good, buddy. How was your you Christmas? Know, I, oh, man, I had a great Christmas. You know, I ended up pretty drunk. I'm not going to lie. Sorry <laughs> about all that. No, it's all good. We played your, we played your, uh, I just, at the beginning of the show, I played your voice. Yeah, I saw that. You, saw that. You sounded My wife just, got a kick out of that. You sounded just like Boomhauer. Yeah, I, I was I was done by then. It was I was like walking around on my porch, drunk as fuck by that point. <laughs> but it was great. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so how's it going? You know, yeah, it's going great, buddy. How have you been doing? I've been well. I had a good Christmas. I was, you saw me. I was at this, my studio. Uh, and then I don't know what I did. I think I ended up getting Chinese food. Pretty standard stuff. That's the way to go, man. Come on. Ain't no yeah. wrong Although I kind of got fucked over because the day before Christmas is one of those things where it happened. And then I was like, oh, whatever. It's not a big deal. Like I, I, I went to go get money out of the, the ATM on yeah. the 24th. And the machine mm-hmm. just ate my card, my my uh, debit, and I had no cash. I had like no cash on me. Ate my card, and then I was like, "Whatever, I never need cash." You know, like I just have it just in case. But I'm like, I never need cash. And then on Christmas Day, I go to order Chinese food, walk no over card. to the place to go pick it up. We're like, they're like cash only. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't have any cash. I had like twenty bucks on me. I was like, I don't have any cash. This is it. I have twenty dollars, and they, they or twenty five dollars or something, and they gave me like some of my order i was like okay i don't know hey, okay, i couldn't pay for it and i didn't have an at ATM least they card. let you prorate your meal they did so. let me prorate the meal actually it was nice of them um Damn. yeah so uh what's uh what's up you need some advice Do you have anything you want to talk about 
Oh, buddy, I need tons of advice, but I, I have a quick question. <laughs> sure. Whenever it comes to, uh, I, I know everybody was talking about Andrew Tate and all that. Yeah. Do you, do you like, being who you are, you know, you're, uh, I would say, uh, what, an entertainment industry adjacent at the very least. Yeah. I, I mean, I am do in you, the entertainment industry. I do, you know, obviously, I'm sure. comedy. And you're a pro. Stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'd say I'm like, not mainstream. I'm, I'm mainstream entertainment adjacent. Makes sense. Like, I know those people, but the odds of of me ever getting into that world are lower and lower as the days go by. But that's... Hey, but that's honest, like... Honestly, fine by nowadays. me. Honestly, that's, yeah, that's fine by me. Like, the kind of stuff that I see getting made is just absolute garbage. Um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, anyway, so what's your question? Uh, my question about that was, do you think that, like, Andrew Tate, all those kind of people, do you think there's any actual, like, organic ability to do that? Or is that, like, an orchestrated thing to build these people up because it happened so fast. And then you see most people on YouTube, they're putting in effort. They got a thousand views or some bullshit like that. There has to be something behind that. Pushing uh, it really hard, right? No. So I will say what happens. And cause I've been as someone who's like, you know, this, this is the first year that I've really taken YouTube seriously. And I've been working yeah. on my YouTube channel and, and it's going okay. But so yeah. I read a lot about YouTube and just trying to understand how it all works. And like, and just seeing what the Andrew Tate stuff, he was online for a long time and he was posting a lot of stuff for a long time, you know? And so he had this whole back catalog. Like a lot okay. of people say that like YouTubers sometimes will get fucked because they'll post a video and like their first video will go super viral. But then there's and they nothing. have a thousand subscribers. <laughs> no, not even that, but it's just like YouTube then will want to show that person who just watched your video, your old stuff. And like, you don't really have anything old to watch. Whereas yeah, a lot of like a, uh video on a squirrel in your front yard and the other one was some amazing thing or whatever it doesn't even matter but the thing is is like they're trying to show the youtube will then try and show that person all your old stuff and you don't have anything old so it honestly is like but you the thing with andrew tate is like no he had all this stuff going and then you know he had his hustlers university he was you know trying to be famous he was on twitter he was like a known person on twitter and then he just figured out this thing where he could game the tiktok or whatever and it just it worked it was one amazing thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was just it was a really clever thing. You know, and it's an it's an amazing thing when you look at it because guys like him, all these other guys, they are basically the new religious leaders. You know, back in the day, they would have, you know, some preacher or whatever would come out. There'd be tens of thousands of people flocking. Now, some guy like that. It's amazing the shift they've had. Oh, of I mean, for sure. But there's the thing is there's so many people like like him, and you know, everybody has their version of of someone famous that they like you know look up to like andrew tate you know that's not like you know i'm sure for some people ethan klein is that guy or whatever that h3 ethan klein. oh H- yeah that H3. asshole yeah it's just like it's all it's all over here it's all over the place who do you um, look up to who do i look up to i don't know yeah or do you know too much about it all now no i don't know i don't specifically look up to one person i just kind of like to take it as much as possible I don't know. I don't Norm McDonald for me. Uh, I mean, I do love Norm. Yeah, I do love Norm. Um, all right, cool. I got to let you go. Thank you for calling him. Have a Yeah, buddy. Have a good year. talk. Take care. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good one. But, from, from South Carolina. Uh, oh, I figured out this Nightbot thing. See, look at that. Look at that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know who I, I look up to per se. I don't have a certain person. Um... Maybe Jeffrey Epstein? No. 
I uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have anybody. I, I will say some people say that stuff with religion where they go like, I wish I, I think someone said it on this show where they go, I wish I could be uh, religious. And uh, I understand that. Like if you're able to, there is something about like, you know, I guess being able to do that, if that makes sense. I, I don't know. But the phone lines are open. 646-710-0949. We're going we're going out the way we came in the year with some bad advice. The show is not really an advice show anymore, is it, though? It was maybe the first five episodes, which a lot of times that happens with podcasts where you eventually figure out what the show actually is. So who knows? Maybe this is the last one ever of bad advice. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Oh, hey. It's, uh, it's Christian from Oklahoma. What's Christian up, Christian from Oklahoma. How you doing, pal? Oh, yeah. I was that dude who's uh, talking about buying all the sneakers and stuff. Oh, still right, going, right. Man. you're still you still got the sneakers? Yeah, that's what got it going, man. So what what's happened in the in the Yeezys? Because I've seen that Adidas is sitting on five hundred million dollars worth of Yeezys that they don't know what to do with. Yeah, so what I've been reading is said they're they're gonna drop them, and I guess they're gonna try to get rid of it. And then uh, I don't know what they're gonna do with the rest of the stuff, but looks like they're just gonna drop it and see what happens. They're just gonna sell five hundred million dollars worth of Yeezys. Yeah. But they're just going to take the name off of it and just put like so Adidas can 350. They, so if they take the name off of them, can they sell them at Yeezy price? Because I saw some someone tweet, like some hype beast kind of oh, like yeah. tweet. Some I don't know how I saw it, but like <laughs> one of those pages tweet about it, and then all these people are like, "We're not paying the Yeezy price if Kanye oh, yeah. West isn't associated with it," which makes no, not really a ton of sense to me, but. Oh, bro, they're going to do it. Like, uh, do you know who Virgil Abloh is from Off-White? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you know, he died like a couple, well, in 2021, and they keep on still running his shoes because his Yeah, but he didn't taint his, but I think the the reason why they're saying that is just because they, like, he kind of tainted, like, like the Off-White guy is the Off-White guy. Everybody knows that, whereas Kanye (laughs) is like, I'm not involved with Adidas anymore. He said all the crazy shit he said. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny, too, is that, uh, Virgil Abloh was under Kanye West's wing. Really? Yeah, he was a he was a head designer of his, and then uh, he got the uh, the Louis Vuitton deal, but uh, after Kanye declined it because he he was going to get a forty nine fifty one deal, and he wasn't interested into it. Okay. But uh, so you 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 bought a bunch of Yeezys. You bought more Yeezys, yeah. and what do you do with them? Uh, I mean, I like them, man. You, I don't really care them, what anybody says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's fine, bro. I, I mean, I collect. I have things that I collect. People yeah. collect all sorts of shit. Do you like? Uh, do, you, do you like Saran wrap them or whatever? And like, oh no, no, nah, bro. I don't do that. <laughs> do, like, are they just in a closet? Yeah, just in a closet, man. And do you one day like? Is there part of your brain where you go like one day I'm gonna sell these all to like buy a house? Yeah, eventually. That's what. That's what I. Would, what I'm thinking about is like you're gonna like one day I'm just gonna sell five thousand pairs of Yeezys one shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually it will come uh, like valuable. Look at the Air Jordan One, like when Jordan played. <laughs> yeah. How how much are those? A lot, right? Bro, it's like I think somebody paid like a hundred grand for one he actually wore. It's like a Chicago. Oh, that's different. One. If a, 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 a worn game worn Michael Jordan shoe is. Are you just talking about like a? A general release like Air Jordan one from like yeah. eighty five. Well, also people didn't yeah. collect sneakers back then, though. But that's your plan yeah. is you're just gonna you're gonna hang on to them, yeah. and then eventually uh, just sell them all. Oh yeah. Also, Danny, I got another question. Actually, yeah, 
it's about the Comedy Central thing you were saying a couple weeks back. So I, I came back during Christmas to see my family, and uh, they have cable and everything. So I turned to Comedy Central, yeah. and I'm watching like some Seinfeld. They, and they have the, Seinfeld on Comedy Central now? Yeah, they uh, bought the syndicate rights. Okay. Yeah, I was watching the one where uh, – was it? I forgot. They're dealing with the uh, some labor thing, and it's the Aryan Brotherhood thing. And he's like, "Oh, you're." Aryan. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the one with um. Fuck, I can't remember. But where they think George is the leader or Jerry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember that was a solid episode. And they go to Madison Square Garden and they get booed. <laughs> yeah. So, but I was I was watching it, and then uh, a couple commercials come on about like uh, the show that Charlemagne the God has now. And yeah. What I was thinking was like. What? Why is Comedy Central doing this? Where they're just throwing out like all the comedy and adding like all the political BS to it? Because I understand the Daily Show and everything, but why do they keep on going with this idea? I honestly, I mean, Charlemagne is obviously he's not a comedian, but he's comedy. Like he's in the comedy world. He does stuff with like he's very well known. And uh, I, I honestly yeah. don't know. Like I can tell you in con- like in New York City, I hang out yeah. with like you know all the comedians. Nobody here is trying to get a deal with comedy central where I probably 10 years ago, that would have been like what everybody was going for. You're trying to get like a comedy central yeah. half hour, like, you know, trying to get a deal with comedy central now, like nobody comedy central is not yeah. spoken about amongst comedians in New York city. Like, yeah, that's what I always wondered too about like the comedian thing. Like nobody's really doing any specials. I just see stupid well, you just political put it on, ads. It just goes on YouTube. It's like, I, I, I oh, mean, yeah, like the thing is, who fucking watches Comedy Central anymore? I, I, I true. Unless you're trying to watch Seinfeld. Or and Park. if like if you want to watch a comedy special, the idea that you have to wait for it, the time slot to come yeah. on, and then like maybe sit through a commercial or multiple commercials, like just nobody's gonna do that. Uh, I just don't think there's any appetite for that. Like you go to Netflix, you go to a streamer, but Comedy Central, just their whole. Just the whole thing is just dying. I don't know. Like it's just I don't. Know. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't know what the plan is for it. Um, but yeah, when I was thinking about the Charlemagne thing, I'm like, because I, I I used to watch him like all the time back in like 2016 and everything, and like I see him now, and like he's kind of fits into this like box where he checks the boxes of being just being a like an affirmative action thing. Like he's black. He has a he's kind of has like the PC talking points and the woke talking points. He's really not that controversial. Yeah. When you like, yeah, he's not super controversial. Him. Yeah. I mean, comedy central is not exactly courting controversy. Uh, yeah, any, anymore. Like... like they're, they're kind of, I mean, if you look at their social media stuff, like if you want to go see, so see what's going on with comedy central, go on like CC standups, Instagram, <laughs> and then go look at the comments on the comedy oh, that they post like the comment section is probably better than a lot of the comedy like not that it's all bad some of it's good but they got so into the diversity stuff that they were like yeah. like it's more important to to have a diverse range of comics than to have like good comics so then the comments are all these people who are like this is not the page i signed up for used to show like all Dave Chappelle and South Park and you're like who the fuck are any of these people and they're like <laughs> Yo, what yes. is this yes you just got some bro from like Iowa from on the YouTube page with like 100 views <laughs> yeah, there's there is a lot of that yeah and there's like a lot of like you know super like you know there'll be like four non-binary comedians in a row and people are like oh, yeah. what is going on here yeah yeah i mean that was my question Danny but thank you yeah. for picking up the call and everything my pleasure bro uh, 
Happy New Year, Tebow. Yeah, Happy New Year, too. Take care. Take care. Um, yeah, Comedy Central. I mean, I said it on here before, but Comedy Central live streams on YouTube, they have like 11.5 million subscribers, and they get slightly more viewers. They get like 300 viewers. We have almost 200 watching right now. They'll get 300 for 11.5 million subs. They just have a dead channel. They're no, nobody, and like that's the way the YouTube algo works too. Is they keep showing it to people, they stop. They nobody ever clicks on it, and they go, "We're just never showing this to people ever again." Hello, Danny. How's it going, man? What is happening? This is Pablo from California again. Pablo from California. Did you call in on Sunday? Uh, not last. Have we, or uh, we have we, we have spoke. I'm the guy who was speeding a lot. Oh right, right, right. Speeding man. Um, yeah. What's up, dude? Uh, not much. Just tuned into the show. Um. So, well, okay. Uh, what was this uh, about? Bad advice, right? Well, I'm open or whatever you want to talk about. It's the last show of the year. It's the last low value mail of 2022. Figured I would just open up the lines. We would chat. I didn't have. Wasn't really anything good in the news, to be honest. Uh, uh no, not not really. I mean, the only yeah, yeah, nothing really. I mean, if, uh, <laughs> uh, well. The only thing is this winter storm, which yes. I thought the funniest thing about it is I have a buddy who's a SoCal boy, just like me. He's lived his whole life in Southern California. He's never got to be low 30. Yeah. Who decided to move to Illinois last week. That's stupid. And I talked to him the other day and he, and he said, uh, you know, we were just talking. He goes, let me check the weather. Oh, it looks like it's going to be negative three degrees outside. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I was what asking he, him. What? He didn't know what Illinois weather was going to be like? He did know, but he said, oh, no worries, I can handle it. And I was, uh, I was telling him, he's like, you've never been in freezing cold weather before. And I think during the storm, it got to like negative 30. Yeah. And I asked him, how, how was that? And he goes, yeah, it kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely, I mean, I grew up in that kind of weather. It sucks, but you also stay indoors and whatever. I, I mean, part of me, I will say, uh, like, I actually had this, I don't know if this is, makes any sense or not, but during all the holidays when like like ryan was back home he went to home to canada and he they had like a power outage for a day and he was showing photos and it was like you know five hours driving in a blizzard and i was like part of this must be why people hate jews because i was just like because <laughs> we're all just like sitting inside watching basketball and everybody's having like these harrowing travels everybody's <laughs> flights are getting canceled and it's all just all the jews are just sitting at home Wow, that's that's one way. To, uh, wow, I don't I know. Really just a, about just that. a theory. It's <laughs> it's probably a compounding thing, to be honest. Though it's not like that's not the reason, but that's also not helping. <laughs> does it? Does it help? Yeah, it doesn't help. I thought for sure it was just a vague thing, but I never really thought about that. You're right. Yeah, I'll have yeah, to yeah. add that to my reasons to hate. But Jews. also, like Muslim people aren't traveling either. You know, it really is like that. Is really just a curse on the Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Never really thought about that. Yeah, 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 I don't know why we. But this is a Christian nation, so. Much. so. Well, yeah, but you're right. Time. I don't know why exactly we choose to travel so much during the worst fucking time of the year. Well, because that's the holiday. That's what it's about, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, all right. Anything else you want to chat about? Oh no, that was it. That was the only bad advice, which was you know move to another state. Yeah, I mean, the- honestly, if you live in California, it is wild to me. I guess. It's the classic just grass is always greener kind of thing because I'm sure you live in California and you get tired of living in this like beautiful paradise where it's nice all the time and there's no real weather. It's just warm. 
or you know scorching hot or scorching yeah, hot or whatever but i mean like when it's scorching hot there it's kind of scorching hot everywhere yeah it is except you, well i mean the only good part about here is no humidity right yeah, exactly people tell me oh move to florida i'm like i'm not going to be in 112 degree with 90 degree humidity yeah for sure right like that's that's that sounds even worse than what i have here it is worse but i mean the but, be- that's like the best weather in in my opinion, is in California or like Hawaii or something. But yeah, uh, oh, that was another thing to add on. The reason why my friend moved to Illinois, uh, he doesn't know anyone out there. He has no friends out there. Nothing. The only person job? he knows out there, no job. The only person he knows out there is a guy he met through Xbox playing uh, Destiny Two. <laughs> what? That's the only. That's the only. This dude convinced him to move out there because he said, "Oh, dude, it's great out here. Uh, it's, uh, the weather's great. The girls are great. Everything." And How he just old fell is your forward. friend? Twenty-four. Okay, just like so me. he's he's pretty young, I guess. That's pretty that's, young. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that, not, not much, like but so insane. But so he just met a dude crazy. on Xbox, and then the guy's like to Chicago. Uh, not Chicago. They're about an hour away from Chicago. He's not even told- living in Chicago. No, no, he's not living in Chicago. He's living just outside of Chicago. He's living in the dude's basement right now. We were joking that you're going to be killed or raped in there. Oh, like, so he's like, living in the basement of a guy he met on Xbox? Yeah, we we keep making the joke. You're going to be murdered, and like he's going to eat and you. what's his plan there, though? Does he have any plan? Uh, he does. Uh, he used to be an HVAC technician, and uh, he also worked uh, fixing cell phones and like tablets and shit like that. Okay. And so he, you know... He said he's already started fixing a couple phones on the side, making a little bit of money like that. And we're like, so you're gonna work on the HVAC? I don't think they have a, I don't think age, you know, like AC is still. I don't. I'm pretty sure most houses still don't have AC up in the north, do they? Well, they have heating. That's the H and HVAC is heating, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Well, he's got that. So, uh, and then he told me, yeah, I think he'll be becoming a chef now. I'm like, why do you keep changing jobs? Like you got the. I mean, phone he's 24 like, years old. I mean, whatever. He's 24 years old. If he wants to change jobs, but like. I don't know. It seems like a fucking weird ass Illinois. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. He, yeah, but you're right. Not even living in Chicago. He's just you know an hour outside of Chicago. <laughs> well, you know what, man? I've do not be surprised if your friend is moving back to California in like three months from now. Being like, yeah, I told him. Yeah, I told him. Listen, man, if it's getting in February, I'll think about moving out with you. But in the meantime, don't even talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Yeah. All right. I think he's gonna move back. That's that's my. Oh, well, we'll see. I mean, he hates his family here, so he might just stay out of stay out there for uh, yeah, out of spite. Yeah, there's that too. Uh, all right, cool. Thanks, buddy. All right, thanks, man. Oh, I missed it. We got uh, we hit 150 likes. Let me give away another channel membership. And again, if you haven't joined, sign up for uh, Patreon.com/slash/LowValueMail locals.lowvaluemail.com or become a scrote hello thanks for calling low value mail hey danny it's maurice maurice how's it going man doing well a little salty but i'm doing all right why are you salty how was your christmas well speaking of travel i was supposed to be in cancun this Uh week flight got delayed three days in a row it's like well all right i'll just cancel get my money back did they give you your money back yeah they gave me all my money back but it was one of those things where like you kind of have to go up the chain when you make a phone call. Well, it's, yeah, and it's impossible right now because, like, they're so in. I mean, I've been seeing the stuff with Southwest where, like, Southwest yep. canceled, like, you know, whatever. I don't know how many, 99% of all their flights. When I came back Dude, from Canada, I had, a, I had a, not that this was the greatest injustice, but it really pissed me off as I have, like, a suitcase. I never check my bag when I fly. 
I always right. have like a you know a carry on, and I have this carry on that I've flown with everywhere. It's never been an issue, and I'm flying back to New York. I'm in Toronto, and then this this woman was giving me a hard time about our dog. And like, okay. even though it's never been an issue, the dog was had all the paperwork checked in everything. And then as I'm walking away, she's like, hey, is your is your bag big enough to fit in the thing? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And she goes, no, I have to like see it. And then I go to like put it in and it literally was like half an inch. It wouldn't fit in the oh. thing lengthwise. And she's like, yeah, you got to pay for it. And she was being such a bitch. Her name, oh. was, her name was Mary from Air Canada. If anybody wants to see her at Pearson Airport. Tell her oh, see, that's just a tiny tyrant. Someone yeah, that just has was. enough power to fuck you in the moment. She was. She. I said to my girlfriend, though, from, from my sense, she seemed like she was like a very rules-oriented person. She was super just by the book. Like she couldn't. She didn't have the capacity to understand that. Like sometimes, you know, you don't have to be such a hard ass during the holidays. But whatever. Uh, so question for you. So so you're not going to Cancun. No, I'm just staying in Denver. I mean, it's not bad, uh, but you know, just it's ruins the whole thing. Like you plan a trip, and you're just like, "Fuck." That does really suck, though. Like, um, you get so a refund of on travel. Trip? Yeah, I got a refund on everything. Okay. Uh, speaking of traveling, I know you've been a whole bunch of places. Where yes. would you recommend somebody like has to check out? Somewhere that you have to check out anywhere in the world. Uh, yep. Do you like doing stuff? Like, yeah. are, like, are you like a resort guy, or like, not you like, like see, doing things, you like seeing things? Yeah, I like really, seeing things. I really like Paris. I think Paris is a very cool, or Rome are both very cool cities. Uh, okay, I really liked. I really like Vietnam. I've been there. Oh, okay. Yeah, Vietnam is a pretty cool country. A uh, lot of lot of cool stuff in a fairly small country even though it's like like ge- geographically it's small uh, right where else would i i don't know i haven't been to like a crazy amount of places i'd say those ones thailand i really like southeast asia a lot okay is yeah. that like singapore and everything no i don't think south singapore is part of southeast asia no that would have been like thailand vietnam um cambodia oh, okay. i didn't go to like indonesia but i didn't go there um okay okay yeah just all that area but it is really nice and and it's like fairly uh cheap to go uh travel there whereas like, yeah i was just reading to not. just finally letting people come visit for tourism yeah so they're like really trying to incentivize people to visit yeah i mean like i know so many people my friend who he worked in the oil like oil industry in canada and so they like shut down for several months a year when it the ground gets frozen essentially and uh-huh. he's like a lot of the guys he works with straight up they just go live in thailand for like all the time that they're not working in the oil sands or whatever they just go work in thailand or live in thailand See, Sorry, i feel like it sounds their rough money. as a guy saying like i'm gonna go move to thailand well i mean I, like again everybody like jokingly is like oh because you're a pedophile but like lots of normal people do just go to thailand like, that's true like like you know if you go to thailand like obviously your friends might be like oh you're going to thailand or whatever but you know lots of people like you know my parents have gone to thailand they're not sex tourists i'm surprised thailand hasn't tried going more like pro trans i mean like it's not pedophiles it's trannies i mean first off they are like the most trans pro trans place they invented uh, uh i believe a lot of the gender reassignment surgeries and stuff like they like when you're there. I don't know if it's. I wonder if they've gone woke at all in Thailand. But like when I was there, uh-huh. they call them lady boys. 
Oh, like, like, like as like a legit thing, not that's like just like a transgender. Yeah, it's not a pejorative. Just a transgender woman in Thailand is just called a lady boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's just like what they call them. They're called lady boys, and because they have such like soft features, so a lot of them are. I mean, you could kind of tell. I always prided myself on having a pretty good eye for that kind of thing, but <laughs> I had friends there who were like, that's, I mean, I remember specifically, and I look back on it now, and I think it's so crazy, but at the time, it seemed totally normal, where, like, we were, I can't remember, we were somewhere in Thailand, and my friend Andrew was like, oh, man, that girl's so hot, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's a girl, I think that's a guy, which now, it's like, you're almost not even allowed to say that. Like, yeah. I, like, you're not even allowed to say, like, I don't think that's a girl, that's a guy. But at the Damn. time, totally normal. And then he just went up and asked her. He's like, hey, are you... Just casually? Just casually. He's like, hey, are you a girl or a guy? And she's like, what do you think? And he's like, I think you're a girl. And she's like, no, I'm a guy. Damn. Right? Whereas now, like, if you did that shit in the West, oh, my God, that's your life is over, or at least seems Yeah, like you're... But, like, she didn't seem to take any offense to it. It's just... This is normal, but yeah, I, I, uh, they are very pro, pro trans in, uh, in Thailand. I don't think they, they're like against it in any way, but they call them lady boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there, there you go. But anyways, yeah, I, I would say there, Southeast Asia, good bang for your buck. Okay. Awesome. I'll make that my next trip and I'll call and let you know. And uh, see you next year, Danny. <laughs> Later, Maurice. Happy New Year. All right. Maurice from Denver, everybody. Um, I do have an eye for the lady boys. I have quite the eye for them in that I can tell that they're more boy than lady. Crazy that you're not allowed to say this shit, huh? You're really not allowed to not allowed to talk about this stuff. I mean, you are, but how far we've come or not come. Hello. I think we got a... Hey, buddy. It's me. Uh, I got a quick one for you. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I really fucking want to go learn to scuba dive, right? Like, that's my, my shit. That's what I keep doing. Okay. And I think it's, like, the coolest shit in the world, right? And so, but every time I go to do it, you know, it's like, well, it's expensive or whatever. My car breaks down. Got to get a new AR-15, whatever. But my point is... Do you say you got to uh, get an AR-15? Well, get a new one. I like to get a, one, a new one every year. You buy a new AR-15 every single year? Yeah. Do you do something with the old one, or you just kind of stack them up? No, I have several. You have several. Okay. Yeah. You and when you go to shoot them, like, how do you pick which one you want to shoot? Is it always the newest one? Shoot all of them. All of them. You'll just be like, do they shoot different? Yeah, absolutely. Like, is it like a like a an instrument where if you bought like a Fender Stratocaster every year, you're like, they all have different sound. Uh, absolutely, they handle differently. They have different accessories, different barrel lengths, different twist rates, different bullet you know grains. It's definitely a lot of minutiae to get into just like everything else scuba diving is the same way you know it's layers on layers on layers type of course i mean everything is every hobbies you can always get bogged down if you want to be like an equipment guy like i know a lot of like musicians a lot of people in like my stuff like you know filmography and like all, all that stuff where people are like getting new cameras and getting new lens packages like you know you can get you could go insane yeah, with all that stuff but um yeah, and, anyways but you sure you wanted to get into scuba and you haven't uh, yeah my question is like how do you stay focused on putting like something that like it's not like a necessity you know it ain't eat food or shelter or whatever how do you make sure to you know keep your eye on the prize and make sure you follow through on that thing that's like cool as shit for you you know the, the other mean, boy can call in and answer whatever but 
Yeah. Uh, I need some advice on that. It's hard to do, you know. It, I, I mean, where uh, can you go? Like, are there scuba lessons near you? Like, can you? is there like a local pool where you can go get your like scuba certification kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. It's like a thousand bucks, though. It's you a know thousand I mean? bucks. So, I mean, I would say like you got to, if, if you're really serious about it, then you got to like, you know, make some sort of plan to, to do it. I mean, if you have the thousand bucks, I would say just go, you know, pay for it and then that way you're obligated to go do it if you need to save the money then i guess you got to go make some sort of plan on on how to get that money saved up so that uh you you know you can well, you can go do it but you got to really want to i don't know like i have lots of i guess you know i think everybody does where you have those things where you, you kind of want to do them but you're like i'm not like i don't badly want to do this but it would be like nice to do yeah. i guess mm-hmm so I, you know, what's I, your cool thing you want to do this year, man? Twenty three. What's that thing that's like, man? I gotta fucking do this. My bro. cool thing that I want to do in twenty twenty three. Cool uh, to you. It ain't gotta cool be to cool me. to anybody else. Just cool to you, bro. I I don't have anything like that hobby wise that I have like any hobby goals. To be honest, I, I don't have anything really like that. I'm just trying to trying to keep my head down. Trying to twenty twenty three is really just gonna be working on. Uh, just my my career with with podcasting and stuff and the show and the bathhouse and all that stuff i i'm i'm hoping that 2023 will have some cool guests on the bathhouse just because there's a lot of odd people kicking around the stand comedy club um, how are you feeling about still moving to a uh, from to new york you know how's it been you know is it you still loving it i hate in the no, back no, of your head are you regretting hate, it no i hate new york no i'm not regretting it but i hate living here really yeah it's as I bad mean, it's, as i think it would be it's not like, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's just the quality of life here is very. If you have to describe the place you live and you're paying an astronomical amount of money, it's, well, it's not terrible. I don't think it's a great place. Well, I mean, the opportunities are just much greater here. Like, I, I, I still would not move, and I do not regret moving here. Like, you it's know, you can make, yeah, like in comedy, you can make way more money doing comedy in the city here. People take yeah. you more seriously. Like, you're around the best comedians in the world. But just like with. living here is not the best, but whatever. Uh, no, nobody, very few people move to New York with their plans of never leaving. Like kind of everybody eventually the goal is to get popular enough where then you can now leave. You going to get married this year? <laughs> this year? No, not 2020. <laughs> not 2023. Like, maybe, maybe 2024 though. Okay, cool. Shit. Yeah. yeah. I look forward to that then, yeah. brother. All right. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Take it Let's easy. Go. New AR every year. God damn. Um, yeah, New York is, if you've lived in New York, it's an awesome city to visit. It's cool to live here, but fuck, there are some things about this place that just stink. 11 more likes, by the way, I'll give away another channel membership. Um, yeah, there was actually like, I saw someone tag me in it today on Twitter, but, and again, this stuff happens everywhere, but this is just, I guess this is right beside where I used to live. There's just some guy, CCTV footage of some guy getting in an argument with some other dude, like literally right where I just moved from. And then the guy just stabs him in the neck. I please don't dies. Hello. What up? Yo, Tony Scarboni. It's, the, it's a hard money troll. Oh, not Tony Scarboni. My bad. You guys sound similar. Uh, uh, does somebody else call with a block number also? You know what? No, he doesn't. I mixed you up, but you guys sound the same. How's it going? Hard What's his troll? name? His name's Tony Scarboni. Oh. Oh, well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard his name. You guys down, have a similar West Coast. You guys both have a, not to dox you, 
<laughs> yeah, right. Because if I didn't dox myself with my speech. Yeah, yeah, but you guys both have a very uh, West Coast, although he's West Coast Canada. Well, the funniest thing is uh, I didn't even notice until I started traveling around what a insane west coast uh dialect i have yeah um and then somebody said they're they're like oh like your accent and i'm like what do you fucking mean bro you know and yeah, it's like well, and i was like oh self-realization pretty much everywhere but, has an accent to somebody though yeah totally and yeah i've never been good with impersonations and stuff like that um i'm not sure who like what sort of, yeah i find all that stuff super interesting and in, in like a way even though i'm like not like you're probably not very good at impersonations are you i could do some yeah i'm not great i have uh what's, what's your best one throw it out here uh i could do an okay jordan 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 oh, yeah, yeah i had the good one on the boys cast it's yeah, like no yeah. so yeah i gotta go on but that honestly it's cheating because i'm from canada so i got a real uh, ear for that uh canadian sound i think i told you about that uh jordan pearson show i worked right uh, I don't think so. You did. You worked on the Daily Wire or something or other. No, 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 no. It was he was doing a uh, live speaking engagement. Oh, and uh, I kind of uh, was able to sneak my way into like the meet and greet thing. I think I reposted. Why didn't you send me his phone number? Before. People don't know uh, this, but you're constantly sending me comedians' phone numbers. Yeah, well, you, you've yet to call one. Yeah, I'm not you calling know, I, a comedians randomly. You know that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, you know, you could you could be friends with Felipe Esparza. I but think he's, he's very still, funny. I'm just not calling. He's him. really, yeah. Well, that's pretty fucked up, dude. <laughs> I mean, you, you think of the path not taken on this. Like, there's another reality where Danny gets the balls to actually send Felipe a text and be Felipe like, "Yo, comes what?" On the boys cast, and then like now you're big in Mexico. First off, I don't see why he would not come on the boys cast, except he's not in New York ever. Well, I mean, he's always touring. Uh yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe, maybe he would. Maybe his buddy Danny could open for him. We'll smoke some weed. Yeah, except he <laughs> wouldn't. I wouldn't be his buddy if I'm texting him. He's like, "How'd you get my number?" And I'm like, "Oh, are you familiar with the hard money troll, a guy who you worked with who unknowingly? How do you get their number? You take it off a call sheet?" Uh, no, no, I, uh, <clears throat> I. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, like uh, I'm trying to think of what the I I I I need it for my work. Sure, you know, okay. like for your line uh, of work, you need the performer's phone number. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's a you know, well, you know, sometimes performers represent themselves, right? Uh, so usually that's when uh, when I get that. I mean, comedians are generally part. pretty low. Uh, low low uh, maintenance, like a lot of Danny. Times. Let me tell you this. I absolutely love working a comedy show. Yeah. Because you don't have two or three fucking bands of at five assholes and they don't have all these needs. Yeah. Fucking it's one guy and he goes like, Can you just make sure the mic works? Yeah, no, no, I mean And sometimes little inside I mean, inside comedy, sometimes the fucking mic doesn't work. Yeah. Which is crazy. Well, so that, crazy well, that only happens at like places you played i know i like, know yeah, yeah. you're, you're doing like, you're real nice places but there's still like pretty nice comedy clubs that i'm talking about where sometimes you show yeah. up there and they're like yeah the i mean we played one place i can't remember and they're like eddie griffin poured a drink on the soundboard last month <laughs> that 
oh, man, so just saying something like that, I have like three follow up questions. Like, yeah. oh, how did the show do? Like, did he pay for it? Because I'm he sure he did not like, pay for it. No, one time he's I was notorious. Honestly, we have been to so many comedy clubs, and they all have Eddie Griffin stories. He is apparently yeah, a but, bit but of a nightmare. But here's the thing. I mean, I'm super like now I'm st- I'm like thinking like, all right, who is he represented by? Is he just represented by himself? Which Eddie Griffin? I doubt like, that. He's probably represented by some like. big. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is like, you don't fucking just get to go around doing these asshole moves and not like I doubt they settled the show by the time he was like, uh, you know, he was probably uh, like, I assume. So, OK, how much did they pay Eddie? Okay, was it with a check? Okay, I, well, they I, I don't know, but I think check. I think it's no, like no, accidental. Like, no, but uh, it accidentally fucking spilled a drink on the console. I guess I don't know that. Like nobody's saying he's like coming back there, being a, but it's just like I I don't know. But there's so a lot of people like having these great comedy show. Yeah, that sounds like a great comedy show. Sure, I mean, like sure. I I just went to go see that Dave Chappelle. Uh, Chris Rock in at the Chase Center in San Francisco. Yeah, I actually there's not a lot of shows I'll actually like pay for, but every time Dave Chappelle comes through, yep, it's, I've I, like I've probably seen him like eight or nine times since like 2007. Nice. Yeah, like he comes to the stand a lot in New York City where I do the bathhouse. He's there a lot. That I, is, I uh, he's actually one guy. I I feel like at some point I'll be able to get almost anybody except for him. Because he's like the one guy where if they know he's coming, they should like because it records in the green room and then they just yeah. shut down the green room. No. Yeah. No, you would. You I you would. Yeah. I think that would be like he's always the exception to the rule. Yeah. Like everybody else is kind of normal when he's not that he's not normal. He Everybody says for all intents and purposes, he's fairly nice. But he uh, he just I mean, can't, he one he travels best. with a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, like there is. One time in about 2000. Send me his number, actually. Yeah, right. If I fucking had his number, I'd fucking try and get a job from him. Because it's like, yeah, like I got one of my homies into the show. Like there was an early show and a late show. Was Blackstar there? Uh, or most deaf? No, no, no. You know, oh, wait. Are you most deaf about... was in the green room. Well, that's well. I think the second or third episode of the bathhouse. Is we ended it a little early because Most Def showed up and he was hanging out in the green room at the stand. And yeah, I mean Most Def it was in uh, who else was there? Like he, they were like opening the show at the Chase Center. Yeah, that's it was what like I mean. yeah, so like they were playing. Yeah, but, like, yeah, but like uh, when uh, when he came to a sh- uh, he came to a venue I was working at when he was still technically missing, okay. and I got one of my friends into it and like. Dave will be nothing but nice to you on stage, but like he, he rolls with a lot of homies and a lot of security guys that like, will be off to the side telling you shut the fuck up. Yeah, for sure. Even I mean, if he, he's having a conversation, I mean, he just gets bugged you. nonstop. He's probably guys, 10 guys like you trying to get his fucking phone number. Well, it's giveaway. like, I got my buddy in and then like, there was like a moment. Cause it was like, it was the coolest thing. Cause it was like, you know, he was still technically missing. He wasn't like back on the, like, it was literally, it was like he was traveling the country with his sons in an RV mm-hmm. and would just be like, oh, where am I, where are we going to be in fucking two days? Oh, fucking, uh, wherever the fuck, like, let's 
find a club there. Hey, do you want to do Dave Chappelle? Yeah. It'll be I like mean, the, a 90-10 split. Yeah, that, that's then, how he does it at the stand is he tells them like two days in advance. He'll be like, hey, yeah. I'm coming through. Uh, and then they just they post. And nobody's uh, gonna say no to that deal. They literally post on their Instagram. They say the Smoking Goat is playing here in two days. <laughs> Tickets are two hundred dollars a piece. Totally, and people pay. I'm, oh, it honestly, sells out in a I minute. Paid, it sells out in one I minute. I paid. I paid like three hundred and fifty or seventy from the fucking company I work for just to fucking get for one uh, ticket. No, for two tickets. I took uh, I took okay. my best friend. Yes, yeah, so there you go. Like, and so you could see him for a comparable amount of money in a club. But, but I saw him in probably like 2011 or 2012 at Cops. Okay. And it was just like the – so I've seen him in a bunch of different – you know, as the years go by, I get farther and farther from the stage. <laughs> like I had the opportunity I could have worked that show, but like – those sorts of shows you like don't really want to work because they're kind of more one off. And I'm not saying that there was going to be a lot of demands, but those sorts of shows you get like a lot of like weird demands um, of just things to get and fucking yeah, the, the rider and whatnot. And it's like I love Dave Chappelle so much that like I wouldn't want to put myself in a position where my night is going to be ruined, where I'm going to look back at like. Dave Chappelle playing the Chase Center. Right, you don't like, want a bad taste in your mouth. No, so I'd rather pay for the experience. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, big fan of that. Um, um, all right, yeah. Harmony Troll, I, I gotta let you go, but I appreciate yeah, you calling. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. you call in on the first episode of 2022? Did you call in on the very first episode? Yeah, I mean, I called into like the... Were you the very for, first I, caller? For, for a little... You were uh, for sure one of the first callers ever on Low Value I mean, I was now. definitely in the first three. Week. Uh, I think you were in the first and, three... No, I think you called in the first episode. I went and, and watched I, a little for, bit of the first episode. It was really a real train wreck. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, especially with all the tech issues. But you, you figured it out. We figured it all out. Yes, we did. Yeah, fuck, fuck yeah. Uh, just you know, uh, congratulations. Uh, I hope, I hope this year has been profitable for you. I hope next year is more profitable. It has for not. You. I don't know if you followed the FTX saga. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yes, it has not been it, profitable. It's like, I feel like I could talk to you. You know, it's so weird when you like listen to somebody talk for so much. Yes, you, you right, right. Like the, you, you know, know that you know exactly. I, I have like, the same thing, but yes, yeah, not a I profitable mean, year. I mean, we can get Steve and Sam Bankman Fried and make them fight it out, and then the loser gets the like, he gets the like leave. No, you know, yeah. Uh, but uh, all right, well, all right. Thanks, again, pal. Uh, happy twenty twenty three, and Matt Sancombe, you fucking wimp. I'm coming for you this year, bro. I'm fucking coming for you, bro. Later, troll. Later. Happy New Year. The hard money troll, everybody. Uh, he's. It's funny that he keeps going with the hard money thing. It doesn't even exist anymore. I think they got rid of it. Well, thing's done. All right, we have another caller. Hello. Hi, hello. Ah, Tony Scarboni. This time is Hi, I, I, got, I got summoned. You know what? This is actually why I got confused because yours is an unknown number and he calls on a no caller ID number. He's trying to hide his. This is unknown. I, I wonder if that's so weird. I wonder if he has a different blocking system or. I don't I don't know what he does, but uh, he's cagey. What, what is this about uh, West Coast accent? It's like that laid back like you guys are. I don't know. You sound like you're on the West. It's just the West Coast thing. Don't like East Coasters have like a laid back like. No, Beach. east east well east coast where, east coast is different. Uh, I'm thinking mar- maritimes popped in my head. No, that's, they sound like they're no Blue the east. Nosers 
Yeah, the East Coast Maritimes, they almost sound like they're like British or some version. West Coast is like what you sound like and and the Hard Money Troll. You're all like very laid back. Like you just got like you you just got off the snowboard. Yeah, that's probably true. But uh, I'm uh, anxious every each and every single day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So what's what's up, Tony Scarboni? How was your Christmas? Uh, It was it was pretty good. Uh, I always like this time of year. I had a friend tell me that don't don't you miss being Christmas when you're younger? And I told him, if anything, I enjoy it now because of time off with family and friends. It's like the Trailer Park Boys getting drunk and stoned with your family and friends and just spending good time with them and having time off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's been good. Been kind of own playing some Mario Kart. Shout out <laughs> to all the Mario Karters out there. Yeah. Shout out to them. Um, um, yeah. Uh, I guess I won't. I, I'm all the one who's always asking about bad dating advice, but we're going to change it up today. Okay. Um, I want how's, how's the how, is it how's the dating I remember that was I, the first I, time you I, ever called in was about dating advice what's your dating situation going on I don't even want to get into it it's not I, going well huh what's that it's not going well um it's I mean it's probably a shitty time of year for it anyway there's a I don't know if I you explain if I heard if you ever heard of like winter coding but there's like a trend this year where like people will go to their old relationships anyway and cuffing season year, isn't that what it's called thing because uh, because of the cost of dating, it's like the impression to set a new impression with someone new. You might as well go to the old thing and not have to be spend as much or whatever. Yeah, of course. I thought it was cuffing season, but anyways, yeah. So you're getting you're getting <laughs> no luck for Tony Scarboni, dude. I, you know, I, that's like it's not even important. I mean, it okay. is, but it's not. Um, you I need to, to procreate. Know, what's that? Nothing. I was just saying you need to procreate. <laughs> uh, we. I had a question for you on Christmas, which. I was going to call in and ask, but maybe out of theme now. But when you're uh, two questions, vacation yes. related. When you're when you're uh, on vacation and you, your scenario is a bit weird, you self hating with uh, that crappy podcast that everyone loves to hate to listen to. The female dating strategy, yeah. Uh, yes. Um, Although uh, from the caller at the beginning of the show, the voicemail, apparently I'm helping out young girls by by really, uh, yeah. Because she was worried that young girls would come across the female dating strategy and then take their advice. I think it's legit. Okay. Yes. You know what, Sage? Some things, like you, like repeating what you said, they got some base takes that are like actually pretty valid. Yeah, they do. But then they have so much nonsense where you're like... Yes, yes. I mean, yes. I guess so, someone probably has said it, but it's like, you know, a broken clock is still right twice a day. Twice a day. <laughs> right. And it, a fancy clock looks nice even if it's broken. Um which is like what a lot of hot, a lot, a lot of hot girls can be. But yep. uh, when you're when you're on vacation, like how do you nail down like drinking during the day? I you know, or drinking like when the time is right. Like how do you without like drinking during the day and getting owned from all the the drug consumption or drinking alcohol? Like how do you when you how, how do you find- manage your day drinking? Is what you're asking? Yes. I mean that I'm not never been a crazy big day drinker. Thankfully, but if I am to day drink, it has to be like split up with a nap. Like you got to sleep it off. Like the people who just like can wake up at noon and then just drink until three in the morning and then just like do it every day. I, I was even like when I was younger, I could not do that. That sounds like someone who's on autopilot and with like who like probably they're probably hiding from something. That's all. No, lot. it's just some people handle it. It's like it's just people have a different reaction to alcohol, I guess. But for me, I can't. Like, if I am drinking all day, I need a nap. 
like for several I think hours. We all need a nap sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah but <laughs> especially like, when you listen to fucking female dating strategy. <laughs> uh, you got a vacation planned or not? Uh, no, I was my my second question was actually okay. So I asked this on the the boys cast, and I think you guys did address it, but I'm too much of a low tier scrub to get through, so I never heard the answer. Okay. Uh, when you what is the what is the the vacation move for like Me- I I think Mexico because it's cheaper and it's quicker, but like where's the best spot? Dominican, like Cuba's. Well, for you're in the west coast of Canada, so I guess yeah. you'd want to go to like Cabo or something. Isn't right. how expensive? But at least it's close. I don't. I don't know how what it's like going from Western Canada. But I mean, Dominican Cuba is always good. I enjoyed. I went to Cuba several times. Uh, which as a Canadian is you can do that. An American is not quite as easy. But is uh, didn't they change the rules so that Americans could now? Like, I don't know if America. I don't know what the deal is. But I mean, at least mm-hmm. as for most of my life, Americans could not go to Cuba. And Maybe is they can. Cuba now. is Havana like affordable? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can do all inclusive. You can actually just go. I like. I went to Cuba once with an ex, and we just stayed in Havana for a week. We didn't even okay. do. We didn't even do a resort, and it was pretty reasonable. What about? Can- I heard. Okay, so I heard that Cancun is like the party city, especially during. Uh, not that I'm like looking for anything like that. Cause sounds like you're looking to rage. Uh, but how's Cancun? Uh, I don't know if I've ever been to Cancun. Yeah, I think they're all similar, though. Like, you know, you could find cheap places to go. You can find super expensive, like, resorts. It's all, runs the gamut. When my my cabin friends, we were conversing in the summertime about wanting to go to Mexico in the winter. I remember just, like, kind of screaming at them all, like, it's not affordable right now. Like, everything's back opening up. It's just not the move to go this winter because... What it used to be in a thousand dollar Canadian trip is now at least sixteen hundred for like a three star, and then I'm yeah. like, oh. I, I don't know about. It. I haven't been following the cost of resort travel. Uh, I actually honest. have a buddy who, uh, but I who, will. My girlfriend wanted to go to Tulum, and we were looking, and you can get like pretty reasonable Airbnbs and stuff. Yeah, so I mean, I heard that was pretty expensive too. But I had a friend who who he was working on a. He was working on a pipeline here, and I got a skookum job, and then he got a good break. He went to Mexico in December, before the snowstorm, and uh, he he's uh, he's doing the hostel life. And he, he, I know a lot of guys don't like that because it's like I mean, if you're a certain age, it's fine. It's just it gets tough. Like it's generally you're super young. If you're an older guy in a hostel, people will think you're a fucking creep. I found uh, maybe it's because of the hostels I stay at, but like I think if you're in a really good hostel, you can like maybe negate that or like yeah, if it's a really good hostel. But then at that point, how how far is it away from just being a hotel? Hmm. Yeah, and then how much the cost too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, go look in the chat because I see a lot of people are talking about this. There might be some good advice for you in the chat, but I do not have said advice for you. Tony Scarbone. Hey man, that's what uh, that's what I got. Uh, yeah, so that's that is proper bad advice, and that I don't have any good advice for you. <laughs> uh, thanks, Tony. Rock and roll. Take it, Tony Scarboni, Everybody, all right, we got time for a couple more calls. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for joining me on the last low value mail of 2022. Of course, if you want to join the after show, you can uh, become a patron. Patreon.com slash low value mail. Uh. And join the after show. It's a fun time. I don't know what we're going to talk about today. Hello? Hey, Danny, am I on? Yeah, you're on. Who am I speaking with? Oh, cool. Right on. 
Okay, so uh, I was listening earlier, and um, the guy who called a while ago, yeah, kind of asking about like Andrew Tate and Big and all this, and you know, how is it kind of set up? Yeah, that kind of vibe, that kind of conversation. Okay. Um, well, you know, you guys kind of talked about, you know, he's got money and he's set up this like MLM thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was know, calling it a Ponzi scheme, get... but I think the t- correct term is MLM, multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have a girlfriend who who did that with like, yeah, products and stuff, and it's silly. Um, but um, yeah, I was just going to mention, uh, you know, it's so easy to to blow up and go viral. Number one, yeah, they're gonna just be like, you say it's so easy. And you, I think so, and, and, it and is I've got a not great that easy. I mean, as okay, someone well, who's uh, tries yeah. every day to do this, I can tell you that it's very difficult. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe it was, uh, I've just kind of stumbled across a really crazy example of it. Okay. Are you yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, something, yeah, so something happened like, it was like a couple of weeks ago that, uh, at this point uh, to the Game Awards. At the end of the Game Awards, there was a kid there who no. like, said something about Bill Clinton. At the Game Awards? What 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 yeah, game? game it's like a it's like a video game award show. Okay. So like, oh yeah, I'm looking right now. Year. Bill Clinton wins Game of the Year. <laughs> well, Elden Ring won Game of the Year, but this kid, he basically, when they were given the last award, he kind of snu- he snuck up on stage. Yeah. He just walked behind the guys who were who made who the were game. receiving the yeah and yeah. At the, yeah and at the end of the thing. This kid goes up to the mic and he says the thing. You can probably see the quote. He, he has his voice like this. <laughs> and he says, I'd like to nominate Bill Clinton. It was a reformed uh, rabbi or something. Just like nonsense. Right? Yeah, yeah. That kid on, on TikTok now has got like, you know, millions of views. And uh, what's really funny is back in July, um, you know, sometimes I'll take off my phone. Sometimes I, I won't. But back in July um, of this year, for a couple months, that kid was going into different like debate lives. Okay, like debate. Um, people have like political debates on TikTok. Political debates. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know what? I I was on TikTok the other day and I kind of stumbled into that where someone will post like a background with like, you know, certain ideas and that's like the debate. Yeah. 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 That's exactly. And you know, those, those lives will get like hundreds of views, thousands of views. Yeah. Um, so this kid was actually going into all those different lives and putting on the same voice that he does now. And, you know, everybody, you know, this was back when the, the Roe versus Wade thing just happened and all this. So all these adults and people of different ages and people from all over the world having like these, you know, they think they're having really serious discussions about really serious shit. And they're like, you know, this kid would just go in there and he'd, he'd put on his voice like this. And he'd say that he was from a country called Shimon okay. that didn't exist. Um he would reference things and didn't, just didn't make it like complete nonsense. He'd reference a guy called Peeny Cohen, um, who's a top regulator for UN. Okay, Does, doesn't make any sense. He just go in there and these rooms, you know, full of like people who think they're having, you know, in you know, deep discussions about politics and morals and all this. He just go in there 
and he just talks circles around him. And because he had kind of like this, it almost sounds like a, a pseudo kind of Spanish kind of accent. And maybe he's a guy in his 50s with low T. You know, you didn't really know. You couldn't really tell from the voice. Okay. Um, they took him seriously. And he basically just cut everyone down in the room, made them all look so stupid because he just trolled them. And they had no clue that they were just being trolled. Right. Um, but he went. It, but you're saying he went fine. viral from that? I mean, because to say that it's easy to go viral is like he had to go sneak into game awards and shit. That's, yeah, that's yeah. high I, effort. Well, he's gone viral now because he... I, I mean, he says... You know I mean, what? We'll go... We're going to go do a deep dive on this guy on the Patreon, uh, on the after show, because it seems like a good... <laughs> seems like a good right. starting point for the after show is uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go down this uh, rabbit hole. But I can't tell you, going viral on the platforms well, is listen, well, not my, easy. Sorry, my, my, my whole point was you could just... You know, if there's a big event, just be an asshole. Just inject yourself into the middle of it. Millions of people are seeing you. Yeah. At least a few thousand, hundred thousand are going to go looking at you. I will say, though, though, there's there's not... All virality is not created equally. Like, So I don't know if anybody saw this. Did you see the girl, the comedian from out west? This girl, she went viral on TikTok like maybe a month ago. She had this like 30 mm-hmm. seconds, it's all pink background. And she has this like 30 second little clip. And she's really weird. And she's like this just weird girl uh, comedian. And she went mm-hmm. viral, but it was like pure hate. Like it was all <laughs> yeah. hate. Like she had a personal TikTok account. A friend of mine told me about this that was her personal TikTok account, which didn't have any stand up comedy on it. It was just like some weird videos of hers. And I think she had like millions of views. Like she hit like millions and millions of views and she had like 1200 followers. So basically people were just like going on there shitting on her, like being like, this is the worst. And she actually recently was on um, a friend of mine's podcast, Dino Archie and Marita Lopez. Uh, she goes and she talks about it a bit. The whole thing's kind of weird. Like, but uh, yeah, it, I mean, there's no, all virality is not created equally. I will say that. Yeah. Oh yeah. For for sure. Uh, for sure. Yeah. yeah I, I would never want to go viral for that reason. People would hate me. Yeah. You know, just the, the thought of like millions of people is like, oh man, that's, that's like a lot of juju to be thrown at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, she said like she had to give her phone to somebody and like, uh, I mean, I've had people angry at you on I the internet, you. like in at scale. Yeah. And it, you, it, it, even if when I like, this is still funny. You're like, this is just so much negative energy getting put your way. Even if you do find it funny. Um, it yeah. Just, yeah. Is what well, it I mean, is. like the, the whole meme about the whole meme about this, this kid I'm talking about, he's like, he's, he's, he's like being put into kind of that category of like Andrew Tate and kind of like this kind of, he's an, okay. You know Patrick what? Bateman kind of thing. Say no more. We're going to look into him on the after show. Cause I got to wrap this up anyways. Okay. Uh, appreciate you calling. In. All right. Cheers. Danny. Thank you very much. All right. That. Oh, you know what? We owe, we owe one more call. I was going to wrap it up, but we got one more call. Paul Hadouken says, I was about to resub after you gifted me last month, but you gifted me again. Thanks. P.S. Can I give subs? Yes, you Ooh. can give subs. Chad. What's up, man? What's going on, Danny? Uh, nothing much. Merry Christmas. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy, happy, not New Year's yet. Not New Year's. No. Um. So what's up? Uh, everybody, no. go check out Chad's song "Light Switch," which I'll be playing uh, shortly on the outro video. How's how's that been going? 
It's been out for a few days now, right? That's yeah, that's been going good. You know, I gotta say that I'm quite surprised about like, you know, because I could like see like sometimes where the streams are coming from and stuff. Yeah, and uh, I'm getting a lot of love from the down under. Australia. All right. Well, we have. I, I don't know if it's related to this show, but there's a lot of. Uh, I know we have a lot of people who watch this, like uh, in Australia, who watch Boys Cast and Little Value Mail and all that stuff. So maybe it's I, that's I, related, or maybe it's just on a radio station there. Who knows? Who knows, man? Shoot, but yeah, man, I'm I'm definitely happy with it. Cool. Man, and I just want. We should get you on no jumper. Oh, you said what? Man? We should get you on no jumper. No, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know about that one, man. I'd rather just low value it up. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's fair. I was gonna, I was just gonna say congratulations, man. Shoot, congratulations on a good year. Low value, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, it's been a, it's yeah, been a fun, fun ride. Uh, I appreciate everybody for joining along. Um, yeah, it'll be good. I think eventually, probably not next year, but maybe the year after that, we'll, we'll get into. A, a proper studio like its own own space i've been watching um the adam freeland show and i like i like how they have that like just big ass studio it's kind of funny yeah man it's always nice to have your own space you can you know have your own background and you know just yeah be i mean as much as i do love this green screen shitty basement or shitty you know low value apartment living room kind of deal it'll we're gonna recreate it in an actual studio that's so um, yeah, yeah. Man. Um, all right. Anything? Anything you want to say? No, nah, not really, man. Not, not nothing. Where I might call in on the after show. Okay, we're gonna check to out this kid with the game awards. Yeah, man. I'm gonna be there. All right, everybody, go check out Light Switch by Chad Turnup. Uh, thanks for calling, yes. Chad. Yeah, and I appreciate everybody for checking out the song. If you didn't, if you if you didn't already, yeah, please check it out. But yeah, I appreciate everybody though. All right, take all right, Danny. Bye. All right, you too. Man. All right, everybody, that's been the show, the final show of 2022 of Low Value Mail. What a ride it has been uh, to think we started off earlier this year, all the things that have happened. Um, It's been a fun one. I appreciate you all for joining me tonight and those of you that join every week. Or if you're listening to this now, again, please subscribe to the channel. Leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or whatever. You you know the things to do. Just do a thing. Tell a friend. Tell one of your low-value friends that you found this low-value show for low-value people just like us. Um, I will see everybody. We'll be back in the new year next week. Again, no bathhouse tomorrow night. You can watch old episodes. We're going to be starting the after show in about 10 minutes time. 11.15. We'll just say 11.15. Thank you very much, everybody. I appreciate you all. You're all the best. Have a happy new year. If I don't uh, catch any of you on the after show, uh, have a good night. Bye-bye. Like comic view, they comic view. You know I got a ball that I hit the track running just like Sonic do. They don't wanna 
turn on my light switch. Yeah. They was trying to get me on my hype shit. Yeah. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah. And they tried to down me on some KO type shit. Yeah. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah. Now we pulling up fresh on some flight shit. Ha. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah. They was trying to get me on my hype shit. Yeah. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah. And they tried to down me on some KO type shit. Yeah. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah.